0: Welcome to another episode of What I Learned From. My name is Gavin. And my name is Noah. You're listening to What I Learned From, 90s Alternative, Rock and Roll. I don't know how long I'm going to keep this voice going, but I'm pretty sure it's going to blend into someone from the Californians. So I'm going to get on the 405, Go all the way down to Lasianica and get here, and just start talking like this. Okay. Okay.
1: I was gonna say. Yeah.
0: I think we definitely,
1: definitely don't need to do accents for no, this we episode. Don't. There's no, I there's, think there's no reason got to. Plenty of that on the previous one. Enough for the next. T- Again, three years. I want to apologize to anybody who was offended by our terrible, terrible British accents. Yes. And Australian accents as well, which crept their way in there. Some Scottish, and again, and Irish. All apologies the to Robert Smith. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. And we we said it on last episode that we were going to do nineties alternative. So here we are. You specifically just said rock and roll. I think alternative, just broad spectrum. But alternative rock, yes, is what we're what we're saying. But I think. I think it's a pretty broad category. Yeah, because we were talking beforehand. Very, very difficult list to make for me.
0: We were talking beforehand about how pretty much like the 80s had a defined version of what rock was. It was like rock, hair rock, like hair bands, and then like metal. And you had a few like different kind of, you have prog rock I think is still going on in the 80s, especially with the end of Genesis and the start of Phil Collins. Of course, he becomes more of a pop act But when you get in the 90s, there's this reaction to hair metal, and that's kind of essentially what we consider grunge. I think the wrestler did it best when he says, Yeah, and then that Cobain punk had to come along and ruin it all. (laughs) But like, that's essentially what happened. There was this like sound in Seattle that kind of like, you know, was a a huge, you know, reaction to all of the 80s hair metal and just loud rock and roll, which Mm -hmm. I know, but that allowed Guns N' Roses to kind of. Peak and come out in the late 80s, ride the wave into the mid 90s. Meh ish. I don't really remember when they then kind then of disappear. After T2, I think they just kind of take a dip. Yeah. And that gives way to you know, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Savage, uh, not Savage, Savage Smash, Garden? No, yeah, yeah, totally. Savage, yeah, Savage Garden. Yeah, that classic <laughs> Seattle band, Savage Garden. Um, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I don't know if they're a Seattle band specific. Uh, oh, yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. So. Yeah. I, yeah, they're Seattle.
1: Pearl yeah. Jam Seattle.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so you want to just go ahead and get into it? You want to give me your number 10, what you learned from uh, 90s alternative music? I got to go first? Yeah, it's my show. All right. You always go first. Sure thing. Well. And as always, if we bring it up, we're tabling it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: the number 10 thing that I learned from 90s alternative is that in the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey, butane in my veins, I'm out to cut the junkie, Gavin, the one with the plastic eyeball, spray paint the vegetables, dog food stall with the beefcake pantyhose. You you want to kill the headlights? And put it in neutral, because there's a stock car flaming with a loser in the cruise control. I got a baby in Reno with the vitamin D. Uh huh. Got a couple of couches, but I sleep. On on the love seat Oh, okay sound like a real loser, Noah People keep saying, you know I'm insane to complain About a shotgun wedding And a stain on this shirt This shirt, seriously
0: What is it? What do you got?
1: (laughs) I have to run through it all in my head again I lost (laughs) it, I lost it (laughs) Oh, but you can't believe Everything that you see You know, you get a parking violation And a maggot on your sleeve So Gavin, why don't you shave your face with some mace in the dark. Save all your food stamps for burning down the trailer park. While you're at it, yo, cut it. That was dope. <laughs> I, I, get you are you gonna shout out that I did that with nothing
0: in front of no, me? No, no, nothing. Literally just, off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, just <laughs> no. It brings back to mind the time that I was trying to put together your senior class video and it was like, I don't know, 12 I'm o'clock sure at you've night. I told the story before. Yeah. I don't know if I told it on mic though. I feel like you have, but whatever. If I haven't, then if I have, then people can hear it again. Uh, but I'm 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 doing songs, I'm mixing, and I say no, come in here. And I start playing it, and it's straight out of Compton. And you were like, Gavin, I can't use straight out of Compton at a private Christian school's graduation. You just have to. And before you could finish that next sentence, you just dropped the whole first verse from Ice Cube, finished it entirely, and then just immediately went back to it. But yeah, I changed that song and walked out of my room. And I was like, oh, f-. I I laughed so hard. That's one of the funniest memories I have of you, like, you know, in high school, so... I'm going right. to go ahead and tell people the name of the song if they don't know. Uh, Loser by, by one Mr.
1: Senor Beck. Senor Beck. I only bring that up because I rewatched The Mexican recently. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated movie, The Mexican. Oh, it is. Definitely. But that's in the 2000s, so let's let's move right along. Um, it's probably the most well-known. <clears throat> oh, yeah. The, the, riff was... the most iconic song yeah. from Beck. Mm-hmm. The video is pretty iconic as well. It's a lot of people's introduction to him, and of course, you know, he's famous for changing it up pretty much every single album. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of different sounds, but this definitely fits into alternative. Yeah, nineties. The there was nothing quite like it, at least on like popular radio. But again, this was a huge radio hit. So, uh, and again, one that still gets played constantly today. I feel like everybody knows it, but it's it's still a standout. So, not at the top of my list, but again, these are not necessarily favorites overall. Some, some are, but this is more just a, f- a fun collection of songs. I always like to point that out in case anybody has any major issues, and I'm mainly speaking to our parents, but I don't know that they'll have too much input on the 90s alternative lists. We'll see. So, uh, that's my number 10, Loser by Beck, and I'm very curious What's your number 10, brother? Or, what's your
0: number 10, bro? Okay, bro, so the number 10 thing that I learned from '90s alternative is that um, the tick-tock of the clock is painful, all sane and logical. I wanna tear it off the wall. I hear words and chips and phrases. I think sick like ginger ale. My stomach turns and I exhale. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender, heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. It's Inside Out by Eve 6.
2: I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in then I wanna put my tender heart in a blender. it's been round to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous, then
1: I'm through with you. I've the just never ta- called
0: rendezvous. That's called Inside Out. I didn't know that.
1: Rendezvous and I'm through with you. I know. I yeah. just always assumed it was uh, it's what it was called. I
2: burn, burn like a wicker cabinet. Soft white and
3: Okay.
0: Well, Age I want six. to I want to put them on the list because they have a few good hits. They have "Here's to the Night" and then "Think Twice." I think is in the 2000s, but I don't think people really remember them. I don't know what they're doing now. I haven't looked them up to see if they're still around or if what the guys are doing. But I just remember this being on the radio and. Not really heavy rotation, but I remember it was just, it just. I don't know. Uh, yeah, for some reason in my head this is buried in like, two th- is it like late
1: nineties? Mm, What's mm, the date on this? If you have it, ninety eight. Okay. Yeah. So, in my brain, it's like more two thousands for some reason. Yeah. So, anyways, but. Just, all right. Yeah. I'm not gonna hate on you for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. You're number nine. Yeah. Uh, right away and. Spoiler alert! This is gonna happen a lot throughout the list. I got I got multiples. Okay. I got I got a lot of cheats in here, not singular songs, but a couple couple different things that I learned. So the number nine things I learned from '90s alternative are the we are the normal. Yeah. We live and we die. No reason why. Um, I'm not going to tell literally anybody your name and also, you know Broadway?
3: A little dark tonight
1: Just a little bit (laughs) Uh, The Goo Goo Dolls
2: It's a beautiful day
1: Band that I I kind of consider, and this is always weird when I bring it up. I kind of consider like Matchbox 20, The Goo Goo Dolls, and Third Eye Blind. The three bands that were like my gateway into like branching off of mainstream radio a little bit, and as much as I dove back into like in the case of the Goo Goo Dolls, their back catalog, because they had two previous albums, which these come from. Uh, we Are The Normal is off of Superstar Car Wash, an album right before Name, or excuse me, Boy Named Goo, the one with the baby on the cover. Yeah. Um, that was like the big breakout hit that had Name on it, of course. And then after that, they followed it up with uh, Dizzy Up The Girl, which had like four or five I was going to say, that's the one I remember. every 98. Yeah. And they were at the height of their powers. But yeah, and they're a band that like, I'd never really like stuck with them beyond that when i listen to it now it does it's more of a nostalgia thing than anything else i don't know that i like fully enjoy it as much as some of the other bands that i'm gonna mention on here yeah but uh i I had to get them on the list and so those are my three that i would shout out uh we're the normal again uh from superstar car wash name from boy named goo and uh broadway which is from dizzy up the girl so Hmm. Goo Goo Dolls, my, my collective number nine thing that I learned from like, Mr. Johnny Resnick
0: and company. That's his name. I was trying to think of his last name. Uh, you might fight me on this. I don't know if anybody else would. I consider it alternative for its time, but you may you may call me out and say that it's not. But if it, if you don't think it's alternative, I would love for you to give me a genre. But the number nine thing I learned from 90s alternative music is that every dog has its day every day has its way of being forgotten mom it's my birthday would you say
2: yeah dave matthews I'm sorry patrick if yeah you're listening
0: yeah i know it was patrick terrible hate on dave. my part and yeah, I do you know why patrick hates dave matthews i think you told this story as well but go ahead we'll it's see. because they used to follow dave matthews around all the time in virginia and like they had a ton of like unreleased albums that they've not albums but like concerts that they would record and so when they got big it was like oh we know who this is If I was going to do a medley, I would definitely do, what would you say, Um, Satellite's really pretty, but it's not really, I don't really consider it like an alternative song, but my favorite Dave Matthews song is Crush, off of Before These Crowded Streets, so, but I don't want to put Crush on here, because it doesn't really blend well with 90s, it's more of a jazz kind of chill, laid back, there's a lot of, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they're an interesting band to classify as like alternative yeah, because there's so much again. Going on. Anything that was like college radio, essentially, yeah, was considered that wasn't mainstream. Yeah, because what do you do but with a guy it's, like from... the '90s? To me, was the era when the alter, like, alternative. So came stupid to say the alternative became the mainstream. Yeah, like that seems like such a dumb observation. Like, yeah, totally. And then we're living in whatever the f- fuck we are now.
0: Yeah, like, I,
1: I. Uh, Part of me feels like this is the worst pop music, but I also feel like if we went back to the 2000s, like that's probably the dead zone for like most, you know, like a lot of new metal bands oh, like, man. that got
0: big. That would for be a so bit. good to do, though, wouldn't well, it? Like just nine, to early 2000s trash. Like you loved it when it was there, but you're like, you have it's like not I mean, like 2000s guilty yeah, of pleasures. If you if you
1: want to carry this through, I mean, the logical thing we could look at country music as the outlier because it was just whatever. And, but we did '70s funk. We've done '80s Brit pop, and now we're gonna do, or we're we're doing '90s alternative. So if you want to take it to the 2000s, and then we have like a nice, you know, four oh, dude, little I mean, episode. Arc, you want to do 2000s and emo? I'm down to do 2000s to, emo. I feel like that is a uh, a sticky wicket, as they say, uh-huh. uh, at this point, especially given a lot of things that ha have happened. In that subgenre, yeah, and been revealed over the last like several months with multiple bands. So, hmm. if you want to if you wanna go there,
0: I possibly don't, I, I want could to, be down for that. I've got a few hits, but I mean, literally, dude, it would just really all be My Chemical Romance. I mean, I, yeah, so yeah, a band we can totally stand by. Yeah, We're we not. just do that, dude. What yeah. I learned from My Chemical Romance, there's four albums to work with, put, yeah. Put it okay. on the put it on the list. Put man. it on the doc. You got the notes. You taking the notes, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: But like, yeah, like you, you're like you're saying the alternative kind of became the mainstream, and I think now we're living in the like that 2000s was still there were still implications of the record industry, this dominant thing you had to get past, and you mm-hmm. have Napster come in and like kind of break down that wall. But now you're living in the era of anybody with anything, even it, with the machine that we record this podcast on, anybody can be a star you know i mean i don't i've been to one music festival not festival it was literally like a paint party where the tin roof in columbia is now and it was literally just about four guys pressing buttons on their computer Mm -hmm. music was dope i had a great time but it's not a lot of work and i feel like the 90s you still have that essential like you got to put a band together but when you put dave matthews into it you've got uh, horn sections, violins, saxophones, bass, oboe—you got every. Th- it's a true band, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think that was necessarily something people had seen, and so they just kind of threw it into the alternative category. So, but yeah, um, what would you say? Dave Matthews is the number nine thing I learned from alternative music, and I guess what I learned from from that is that alternative can pretty much mean anything in the '90s. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. So, here you go.
1: For show. For show. Once again, the number eight things that I learned from 90s Alternative is that. Gavin? Yes. Don't call me daughter. <laughs> Not fit to, okay? Mm-hmm. Not fit to.
2: Alone breakfast table in. Otherwise, I am...
1: We'll just go with Daughter, actually, by Pearl Jam. I, I wrote, I got Yellow Lead Better on here and Better Man. Go uh, oh, better man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just because I hear it all the time at work, and I'm like, I actually really like this song. Clearly, I um, remember picking I've on never, the boy. Yeah. Seemed a humblest little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> As I uh, revealed in the opener, uh, I'm not like, I'm not not a fan of Pearl Jam. I'll put it that way. I just, I've never properly like delved into them beyond mostly like the radio hits, but they seem integral to me of the nineties. I'm sure some people are like, dude, you could do an entire episode on just them. And I have a handful of those bands, but particularly my number one, it's like, we could do episode upon episode. We could go through all of their albums if you wanted to, but we'll get to that. But anyways, uh, yeah. One of many Pearl Jam story songs, not a uh, not a happy one,
0: but it's like, I just I love Eddie Vedder's voice. Yeah, on anything he made Twin Peaks for me, man. That soundtrack, like that was such a gem. I'm so glad they put that on there. Yeah, Uh, I don't really know what else there is to say that we had to have Pearl Jam
1: on here. Do you have any Pearl Jam?
0: I. I, I, I and I kind
1: to, of figured that Gavin wouldn't. Yeah, I'm really interested to see the, your Because polls. honestly, dude, the What only, have we heard so far? You, again, Eve 6, and what else? What, what would, would you say? What Dave Matthews?
0: Matthews? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You might get there. You understand when I put these lists together, they're mine, but then I also know what you're going to do. I already know you're number one. And you have no idea what my number one is. I, I guarantee you, you can't call it. If I, you
1: can call it right now... I'll strike it from the list. What's my number one? The 90s?
0: Yes. Get What You Give by the New Radicals. No. No. Oh. This is a shocker here, folks. That's why I used it in the intro of this episode. Oh. To throw you off. Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Curses. Why would I open the episode with the number one song? Why Why would I do that? You
0: know, I don't know. I didn't put it on my list because I figured it was your number one. And I. Put- but you're saying it is worthy of your list. It would be, yeah. And so it was Pearl Jam, but like, people are going to make fun of me. I like Last Kiss by Pearl Jam. Really love that song. Yeah, but it's, it's a cover. Weird. It is, but I still love it. I mean, I love it too. What's the other one? God, there was one he did. I can't remember the name of. But it's not. It's not new. It's not in the nineties. I don't think that they did it. I'd have to find the name. I. It it escapes <laughs> me. I don't think the song that I really love by Pearl Jam exists in the nineties. I think it's something else. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. All right. That's my
1: my number eight. My daughter. number eight. All right. Pearl Jam.
0: So, my number eight thing that I learned is that um, Justine never knew the rules. Hung down with the freaks and ghouls. No apologies ever need to be made. I know you better than you fake it. It's 1979 by the Smashing Public.
1: Love that song, I yeah. really do, but again, this was like the hardest list ever. That's why I have like three songs crammed in for most artists on this list. I'm trying to whittle it down as we go, yeah. So I'll, I'll cut where I can. I
0: was looking for a pen, I'm just gonna
1: keep Oh, Do up. you have any thoughts? Yeah, no, uh, no, uh,
0: <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. Do you I need th- a pen for your thoughts, <laughs> penny for my thoughts. <laughs> no, okay, um, I don't know, Smashing Pumpkins. Like, okay, I've just kind of started getting back into them. Um, I really wasn't. At that time, and even like when my My Chemical Romance and stuff came around, I really wasn't. But I know they were a big influence on them. But I I remember this song, and I just it's it's one of my favorites of theirs, and it's just. Did you also know that despite all of my rage, Gavin, <laughs> I am still <laughs> just a rat in a cage. Yes, I knew that. So, but yeah, I just something about that that opening and just the. That just, I don't know, it gets me So, if you don't know who the Smashing Pumpkins no. are I can't help Absolutely. you Absolutely, uh, We haven't done a pop culture reference yet But uh,
1: Clerks 2, that's what I'm
0: going to go with
1: Yeah, I could see that
0: but It's really you... solid usage, I'm yeah. just saying Well, do you know what Do you know what I actually think of Whenever I hear the, the name Smashing Pumpkins? What's that? Oh, oh Bowfinger? Do you love Smashing <laughs> Pumpkins? Yes, I love it it's just, Do you love the Smashing Pumpkins? Yes, I love Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> Go watch Bowfinger if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Great movie. Perfect movie. And speaking of Eddie Vedder, if you want to take a a glimpse of how awesome Eddie Vedder is, go ahead and fast forward all the way towards the end of Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, and he explains that if, you know, uh, Iggy Pop is Methuselah, or what what does he say? Like if Kane, I don't know. If Leonard McCartney, the Kane and Abel of Rock and Roll, Iggy Pop is Methuselah, Dewey Cox is the... Yeah. Just, yeah. I just had to bring it back to Dewey Cox because we just have to. Did you listen to the most recent Lost in the Folds yet? No. Inadvertently,
1: Max makes a Dewey Cox reference, and Alex is just like, dude, you have no idea. Like, it comes up on every episode of the music art with the Blanchard Brothers. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, shit. But yeah, they talk about Dewey Cox for like five minutes. Yeah. It's pretty great. You should go listen to it. Lost in the Folds, episode five. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. Okay. So, was, yeah. That's your number my, seven. My number seven. Yeah. Number seven thing that I learned from '90s alternative. Have you ever ever wondered, Gavin, what it'd be like to be the head honcho? <laughs> you ever wish? 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 You ever wish, Gavin? I have wondered. Have you ever wished before? I don't know where the fuck that came from. You ever wish that the real world would just stop hassling you?
0: I've often wondered what, uh, uh what it would it be like if they just all did just what I said you know if they just oh. listen to me i shout out an order
1: I think we're out of this man
0: get me some um have you ever wondered what it's <laughs> like to be a superhero
1: yeah yeah wonder where I go if I could fly around downtown we could just like speak just talk the whole song like fucking Christopher Walken or whatever the hell this like weird stutter yeah. we do is What well,
2: I wonder what it's like to be the rain I wonder what it's like to know that I made the ring I'd store it in boxes with little yellow tags on everyone And you could come and see like to be a superhero. I wonder where I go if I could fly around downtown. From some other planet I get this funky high on the yellow sun. Boy, I bet my friends are
1: Maybe should go to the bruh, maybe yeah, should try
0: this for like the rest of the cast man yeah go ahead and finish your list man so we can know what we're <laughs> okay. doing okay um i also had on here um
1: you know sometimes i want to like push you around i will <laughs> I will uh. <laughs> 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 okay i can't do that for the rest of this um. Just again, I already mentioned Goo Goo Dolls, Smashbox Twenty. They're kind of intertwined in my brain. Yeah. Smashbox Twenty. I have a little bit more of like a lasting love for, and I think it's interesting to point out this. These are all off of Yourself or Someone Like You, which is their only album from the '90s. Oh, was gonna Even say Even though I yeah. associate with them with the '90s because this album was so huge. It's '96. They don't come back with Mad Season until 2000. Four-year gap, which I feel like was really weird for the time. Like, most of the time, you were still on, like, a a two-year basis.
0: When was it released in 1996? Like, late 96? I'm early? honest. I didn't look at the actual date. I just know this was 96, and Mad Season was 2000. Well, you got to think about... It probably like,
1: toured on it for a solid, like, I mean, that's two what and a half so years. So, you you release it... I mean, it was a monster... I mean, I only mentioned three, but those were three monster hits that you still hear on the radio.
0: Okay, so let's say you release it in December of 96. It's is- just... Just say it's the last month, just for shits and giggles. So ninety-seven, you have a small tour, and somewhere in there, a record exec takes it to a radio station, and it plays, and it catches, and so then you got to go do music videos for the first single, and you're still you do your your tour's done, you are doing press and all this. Like the the machine is a lot different then than it is now because yeah, four years is kind of eh, but you got to think about it like. If you if you didn't self fund anything, if you didn't have a lot going on, I mean you gotta think about it. Uh, what is it? Uh, what? Is it? Jimmy Eat World has a big gap because Clarity's ninety six, and then like Bleed American's not told like or, it's Clarity ninety eight, but there's still at least a two or three year gap for like Jimmy Eat World, The Offspring, most of the people there. If you weren't like a big big commodity success from Jump Street, you know you're not going to make another album forever. And I mean, you could flame out and you could be mumbo number five in it and never make another album, <laughs> you know, but the machine is different than it, than it is today where you could, if you have, you can produce your own stuff, you can get it out there to anybody, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, you need to think about it. How would you have known about any of these bands? Was it not for the radio? Where are you going to find yeah. it? You're not. You're going to go to Sam Goody and let stand there and listen to it. Sam something? Goody. or Yeah. Virgin records.
1: Blockbuster music. Blockbuster music. I forgot that was the yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Crazy, right? Okay. <laughs> um. Where are we at? Your number. My number seven. Number seven, I'm sir. Sure. No Matchbox Twenty on your list. Um. Hometown hero. All of, hero, all of, of home my state hero. All of my favorite. Rob Thomas. He's from here. From South Carolina. Holy shit. Greenville, from not mistaken. Wow. Check my. Uh, check my accuracy. I'm just pretty too, sure Rob Thomas is you know from South Carolina. You know that, and you hear a lot of that Southern twang. Oh, yeah. More so I always on, said he should be a country artist. More so on the first album. That, yeah. Yeah, really odd that he kind of went more into R&B, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't listened to, like... I guess he's still solo doing stuff.
0: You know Smooth is still on the charts, right? <laughs> yes. And so it says well 349th week yeah. at number five. I,
1: could, I mean, I don't even consider that alternative. What do you classify I, that song as other than just, like,
0: Pop rock? I don't it's know. It's is like, a, yeah. It's a great rock song. I mean, I was not going to call Carlos Santana anything other than rock and roll. I was not going to disrespect that man by calling him alternative. Yeah. So, I'm always happy. Apologies to Carlos I'm always happy when I hear the, whole, the full version of that song on the radio. Because I'm like, oh, okay, somebody's actually going to play the middle. Because it's a pretty long song if you actually play the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, number seven thing that I learned from 90s alternative music is that... um Mr. Jones and me, we tell each other fairy tales. Nice. We stare pull. at the beautiful Sorry. women. She's looking at you. Oh, no, no. She's looking at me, smiling in the bright lights, coming through in stereo. When everybody loves you, you can never be lonely. That's what I learned. When everybody loves you, you can never be lonely.
2: I know, song's beautiful. I won't I won't be be, did, paid Mr. Jones wishes he was someone a little bit more fucking when everybody loves you. Of course, <laughs> that's
0: it. But like you forget, I mean, people give me shit for like and hanging around. Colorblind's a beautiful you a little, song. You know what I heard a little bit uh, of in what? the end of what you were doing there? What? A little bit of Aaron Neville
1: somehow, <laughs> dude? What? You were just like <laughs> the way Neville. you were hitting the mic. I heard Aaron Neville. I was like, what are you doing, That I, yeah. Yeah, Adam Duritz. That hair, man. It's all about that hair. They had a lot of. They had a lot of strong singles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally like. That didn't even occur to me, man. But yeah, yeah. I guess they fit in. You're going with more like. I guess they're a rock band. Yeah, but I just I don't I don't know what I consider that sound. I'll
0: put it to you this Uh, way. I guess it is just alternate. Every band I have on here on Wikipedia. Alternative Rock is listed. Now, there may be other genres, but it is listed, so you can't fault me for that. Well, you know, that's what I use to
1: cross-reference mine as well, so... There you go. Blame Wikipedia. Yeah. If you have any issues, take it up with them. You know, just write them a direct letter. I'm sure they'll get
0: back to you. Yeah. They answer everything. If you put $3 in a donation in there, they'll gladly read it. So it's on to you for your number six. And so it is.
1: You know, Gavin... Sometimes, I think you put yourself in stupid places. I think you might even know that it's true. Situations where it's easy to look down on you. I think you like to be the victim. I think you like to play the game. I think you make yourself a victim. Almost every single day. You know? You do what you do and you say what you say. You try to be everything.
2: Everyone. You put yourself in stupid places. Yes, I think you know it.
1: why i directed it at to you other than him I, I, I don't want to take all of that back okay thanks but uh everything to everyone uh everqueer also learned that uh we can live beside the ocean and leave the past behind um we can swim out past the breakers yeah. and watch the world die yeah so everqueer a very southern california uh <laughs> band but luckily he doesn't really sound like that um <laughs> I really dig them. I, I know people have varying feelings about them. I feel like they're kind of forgotten in general. I think they're still putting out albums as far as I know, like sporadically. But I just always enjoyed their like big monster singles. And they had like three albums kind of back to back with a lot of great shit on it. So, uh, yeah. So, again, I guess I'm I'm cheating and putting like three there. If I had to pick a favorite, it's definitely Santa Monica. But uh, Everything to Everyone just had has some great lyrics in the opening. It's a great tell-off song. Uh, mm. Anyways. Your number six, brother.
0: The number six thing that I learned from 90s alternative music is that um, there is no blame. It's only shame. And when you beg, you just complain. The more I come, the more I try. All police paranoid. So am I. So is the future. So are you. Be a creature. It's Come Down by Bush.
1: Okay. I'm surprised you didn't go with... Rain.
0: Um... Honestly, okay. it was a tough call between Come Down and Machine machine Head. Not One's good. off of 16 Stones, the like other's head, off of Razor Blade Suitcase. Good. But I feel like they were one of the bi- biggest British acts in the 90s.
1: You just like him because you guys have the same name.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, yeah. You oh, betcha. Yeah, yeah, you betcha, yeah. Yeah, that Gavin Rosdell, yeah. <laughs> he's uh he's doing good things these days, you know. Anyway, um Is he? No, <laughs> he's not. He didn't really have that good. he had two He had um He had the one single, Adrenaline, off the Triple X soundtrack, and that was it. That, unless he's going back and their Bush is like still recording or they're going to be like, you know, revamping it soon. After the nineties, Bush kind of fades from the scene. And you don't really see them again. And I just, I don't know, there's there's about four or five great songs that they've come out with. Yeah, Mouth, Glycerin, uh, Machine Head, Come Down, um, and there's probably some other ones I'm forgetting. But I just, I love that band, and I could not put them on here. So that's my number six, Machine, or not Machine Head, <laughs> Come Down by Bush. So on to you for your number five. All right, come on, Crossover.
1: The number five thing that I learned... From '90s alternative, is that every morning there's a halo. Where's it hanging from, Gavin?
0: It's uh on the corner of your girlfriend's four-post bed, right? That's correct. It's not that yours, in fact right? Correct. It is not mine. But you... But I'll see if I can use it
1: for the weekend, or possibly a one-night stand.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. Um. I'm gonna go with every morning, but my favorite song off of fourteen fifty-nine from nineteen ninety-nine. Snuck it right in here. Yeah. Is actually Falls Apart. Do you remember that one? Not she quite falls as Falls Apart. Yeah, not quite as big a single. Yeah. Maybe I'll play that one here actually, because yeah. that's my that's my preferred.
2: She falls apart by
1: But uh, I encourage everybody, I'm not going to take you through this in the cast itself, but if you vaguely remember Sugar Ray at all, or you're at least fond of the singles, go back and listen to the opening of this album, okay? It opens with the track, New Direction, parentheses, intro, okay? Mm-hmm. And we may have talked about this before, I, I think some people are aware, I, I don't know if that many people are though, because to a lot of people I feel like they just all of a sudden appeared. But they were like a thrash metal, like yeah. a hardcore band. They were the on the soundtrack for Road Rash. 3D. Yes. 3D. The album prior to this, they for- have Fly on it, but it's still Fly is like the anomaly on the album. Yeah. They had a featured guest star on it, so it like has a little bit of a different sound, but they were still very much, you know, a thrash metal band and everything. Yeah. So Cut to the opening of this album called New Direction. It opens with like, you know, just like totally crazy shit, super intense, like, and some comical vocals behind it and almost like a pig squeal sort of voice sort of thing. And then it bleeds into every morning. So imagine the transition from that to.
3: Uh, Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then you're right into falls apart after that. So a great like you know out of the gate three three was floored
0: the there. one before that one.
1: Yes, because that had me machine and speed home California. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. They were still that more you know. They were like you would have seen them in Father's Day. Yes,
0: again. Yeah, shout I think out I've met fa- that guy before.
1: <laughs> shout out to Father's Day Dude, if you've never
0: watched Father's Day. I was Day. this close to putting Young Boy by Paul McCartney on my list. Dude, fa- Young Boy and Find Love. That's the song, Young Boy by Paul McCartney. Oh, it's Young Boy, it's not Find Love. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's Young Boy by Paul McCartney. It's
2: just a young boy looking for a way to find love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We do a good, like, older Paul McCartney. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to do my just speaking Paul McCartney voice. I can't find it right now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I told Michael. I was like, you should. Michael said, you know, you should buy some of my songs. We were going through a dump, and I, I, I always go back to George. So dude. Dave
3: Grohl calls me up, and he's like, <laughs> you know, you want to come by
1: and do like a long tall Sally sort of thing? I said, been there, done that. Let's do something new. <laughs> How was that? That was good. That was all right. That
0: was good. Okay.
1: Anyways. Where are we? I keep... Keep I'm just sitting place. here with my guitar gently whimpers. Gently whimpers. The second Dewey Cox reference. Yes. Second along. time I've said that. Anyways, all, yeah. Guess. Okay, so that was my number five things. Yep. Uh, or We'll go with specifically Falls Apart by Sugar Ray. That's my, that's my number five, even though I didn't reference any of the lyrics. But hopefully you enjoyed listening to that one. Really? You know, I go back to the more, not... I. Not very often at all. I don't go back to much 90s stuff. But when I was making this list, they are the band that I sat there and listened to the most probably. Because I was just like, they had so many awesome singles that I really, really enjoyed. Frosted tips and all. Go (laughs) ahead, Gavin. Hit me with your
0: number five. Okay. Okay, the number five thing that I learned from 90s alt rock is that they made up their minds and they started packing. They left before the sun came up that day. An exit to eternal summer slacking. But where were they going without ever knowing the way? And of course, anyone can see the road that they walk on. It's paved in gold. It's always summer. It never gets cold. They'll never get hungry. They'll never get old and gray. We can see the shadows wandering out, off out there. Uh, they won't make it home, but they really don't care. They wanted the highway. They're happier there today. Today. It's The Way by Fastball. <laughs> I love that song. Anytime I hear it, <laughs> it's one of those, like, it doesn't matter when I hear it, where I hear it. I just listen to the whole thing. I just, you know. They had maybe one or two more hits. They had uh, Out of My Mind, and then they had... Uh, Vaguely remember. Was I out of my head, was I out of oh, my yeah. mind.
1: Because
0: oh, okay. I only know that because like, some girl came out with that. And I instantly went, that's a song. Who is it? And it took me a minute to realize it was Fastball. But they had one album in the early 90s. The second album was kind of where this hit came from. The VZ video was pretty dope. And it's got a weird kind of like psychedelic, maybe funk little guitar going on in it. Something that mom would say reminds her of. like mom, Remember, I remember mom heard Smash Mouth. I was like, it reminds me of like an Austin Powers type thing. I'm like, what are you talking about, mom?
1: Oh, I, I kind of get it. In this moment, all of a sudden, I kind of get it, though. On the intro of Walking on the Sun though
0: see, I would have thought like more B fifty twos than like Austin Powers, but yeah. I get it. So Walking on the Sun still I love
1: that fucking song. Dude. Yeah. That is a great song. Okay. Still zero crossover. No. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're going into the the four spot. Going into the four spot. Cutting it close. Okay. Alright, this one might bring the room down. We'll see we'll see what happens the number four thing that i learned from 90s alternative gavin is that like the latest fashion and like a spreading disease kids are strapping on the way to the classroom getting weapons with the greatest of ease
3: you gotta keep them separated
1: saying that one in a very flat tone because as I was listening to that song I was like this album came out like almost 20 years ago or 20 plus years ago and it's like it's just like oh shit this, this is still pretty prescient well, specifically it was okay. about you know, sorry do I need to table it
0: you need to table it but sorry. only for <laughs> a split second because my, you know why they're getting weapons with the greatest of ease no because my number four reason is the kids aren't alright that's why they're not getting. That's why they're getting weapons well, with the works, greatest of ease. That works out. Perfectly. Somewhat synergy because my number 4 is the kids aren't all all right. Awesome. Chances blown nothing's free. Yeah. Yeah. Also by the offspring. Well, yeah. which yeah. one do
1: we play? That's the question. Uh I think we just got to
0: split it down the middle. Why don't you get a job?
1: <laughs> <laughs> isn't that our, isn't that 2000? No, or it's on Americana.
0: Arcana. Okay. But you can't play that. You have to play the very end. Hey, that's something everyone can enjoy. <laughs> you have to play that part. Okay. Um, Yeah, dude, The Offspring. Or go with The Obvious, I, pretty fun for a white guy. That's what everybody knows. Yeah. But, no. again, we want to play maybe something slightly yeah. more obscure. Yeah. But that whole album, though, Americana, like, but what you're talking about is off of, uh, whatchamacau- what's it called? Come the Out and Play is on. Uh, it's the one before that. I don't it's know uh, not Smash, is it? It is Smash. Yeah, that's right. Or maybe x Name on the Ombre. Hold on. I'm thinking it's Ex. Come Out and Play is on Smash. x on the Ombre has All I Want on it. Because yes. that is... Where is...
1: And Self-Esteem is also on Smash?
0: Where's uh, that on
1: Americana? I
0: th- think it's on... Because that's a very different... Like, Self-Esteem is a very different song than, like... Self-Esteem is more on the grunge side of things than
1: a... Um... Than like a punk styling, and that's the thing. Like a lot of people probably labeled them as
0: punk now, but I didn't really think they were. Well, and of course their breakout hit. I mean, like Americana has the most. Well, I
1: feel like Come Out and Play was a big single before Pretty Fly for a White Guy, but that was like the big radio hit. Yeah, it was a radio friendly. They had the crazy video, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, dude, I. I still enjoy going back to them. Yeah. Their greatest hits album is like one of the strongest greatest hits albums there is in my mind. Like You're going to go far, classics. There's so much good stuff in there, Yeah. but yeah, dude, no. And listening to that one today though, I was just like, yeah, I mean, he's specifically talking about like gang violence in LA at the time, but it's still pressing it for just like exactly what's going on. Like literally like a week or two weeks ago, yeah. with the Florida shooting and everything. I was like, shut. So, yeah. uh, yeah so that was my number four and your number four so Both the back, offspring I gotta you know, right, right put right, me back right back it. on the spot I learned a little something about a, a girl no um, she
0: cry a River and drown the whole world no okay good I hate that song
1: I was got I was like is that where you're going with your number three nope. <laughs> uh no uh her rich daddy left her with a parachute okay.
3: Her mm-hmm.
1: voice sounds like money, and her face is pretty cute, but her daddy left her with no love, uh, and she touches everything with a velvet glove now, because of it. Now she wants to try her life of sin, she wants to be down with the down and in. She's always copying my truths, kind of get the feeling like I'm being used, Gavin,
0: no idea who you're talking about who is this chick
1: eventually is it virginia if you stay with this girl you may realize that you've been losing a whole year by third eye blind
0: oh okay
1: had on here of course semi charmed life which go listen to i'm still amazed that this song is able to be played on the radio and that it was as big a radio hit as it is yeah because that's they again i talked about matchbox 20 Google dolls and third eye blind as being like gateways into listening to more like alternative stuff in general and Third Eye Blind really carries over the end of that because they had a lot of like very subversive and weird lyrics. Mm-hmm. This is what also like led me into New Radicals when I kind of rediscovered it Oh, as I was a little bit older after that single had coming out. Yeah. You got Graduate as well. And then mm-hmm. they have, you know, a couple albums in, or they have one album in the early 2000s. And then Ursa Major and Minor, I think was like 2006 or something. Yeah. And then they've had an EP or something since. They're still semi-active, and they tour a lot off of, obviously, they're just kind of the 90s nostalgia thing in general. I associate them most strongly with the 90s. Uh, can't, can't Hardly really Wait is spruced with uh, yeah. Third Eye Blind Track. Is that a 2000 movie? It's 1999. It is is ninety nine. Yep. Dude, ninety nine, great year for movies. Um, I haven't pitched this to you. Um, I'll bring it up in the room right now. We can take a little break for some production notes. Next year, okay?
0: We only do mo- movies from 99? Nothing yes, else.
1: for the movie arc. The entire year, I want to, like, at least each... I mean, we'll follow current stuff. It's still but every regular episodes. But every week, we pick one movie from the 90s, and we do, um, like, if we can schedule it this way, we do 50 movies from the 90s, and then the last two episodes... You know, if we're trying to do 52 weeks straight, the last two episodes are our top 10, uh, just overall. And they don't even have to be ones we covered, but... Yeah. But just 99, I feel like, was such a huge year for movies. Yeah, we could do that. In terms of the ones that we've been alive for, like, 94 is a killer year, 99 is a killer year, 2007, and 2017, looking back at it, it's a pretty killer year as well, but... Anyways, so keep that in mind yeah. for a year from now. When we'll still be doing this.
0: Even if you're not listening.
1: That's right. But if you are listening, hey, how you doing? head over to iTunes, <laughs> rate, review, please. Uh, leave us a rate, review. And if you have any thoughts on the podcast, email thearkivee at gmail.com. I should have done this after the five spot. We should just take a break at the five. We're terrible at this. Yeah. Terrible. This is why we're amateurs. This is why we don't get paid for this shit yet. Yeah.
0: Yet. <laughs> Saying stuff like that makes it a big yes. <laughs> okay, my number three Yes Okay Number, the third thing that I learned from The third Number thing, the third thing n- The third thing that I learned <clears throat> Excuse me The third thing that I learned from 90s alt rock Excuse me, 90s alternative rock and roll It goes as follows Pack your bags, your smokes in your pocket, you're wearing my locket round your neck. Take a drag and wait for the Greyhound, the world is your playground and you want to win. But when you're broken down and no one else is around, you'll come running back to this town and I'll be there, yeah I'll be there. Cause I remember how we drank time together and how you used to say the stars are forever. And you daydreamed about how to make your life better by leaving town leaving town leaving town by Dexter Friedrich.
1: i was gonna say you're just gonna read like the whole lyrics? the whole song yeah. for all of these then i have nothing left to play yeah all right i know you love this song i love it dude you it's brought it a... up multiple times dude, to me off
0: mic i rediscover it every, i should have like, known couple it would of years. be on here
1: again i i guess this is alternative again it's whatever you want it to be but i'm like yeah, what do I classify this as? I don't know. Yeah. This to me, it has a little bit of like more a singer songwritery vibe. He is a solo artist, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, I think so. I would assume. It's so weird when you have those guys who are just like, yeah. You're Jason Mraz's. You're yeah. You're. But I have a full band with me, who's always the same people. But it's just me. Yeah. It's just me.
0: That's why I like Bon Iver, because it's a full band, and it's not always the same band members. Yeah. And he just and the cycles it Same thing with Weatherbox. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's just one centerpiece.
1: Anyways. So I gotta get my number two now. Yeah, you do. It might be your number one. You don't know that. Sorry if I'm stepping on your toes. Okay. I'm hesitating, Gavin, because it's a little too alarming to talk about. You gotta take your pictures down. Shake it out. Truth or consequence, Gavin? say in a while, use the evidence, embrace it.
2: To my hero, watch him as he goes.
1: Yes, My Hero by uh, the Foo Fighters. Not on your list?
0: It was really close, but I couldn't. Yeah, because... No Foo Fighters? No, okay. I couldn't because I, I really like Everlong. And I had another version of this list where my hero was on it. And I... The, this is the thing about this list. I would hear one song and I would, oh shit, I gotta go listen Again. to that one, and it just yeah. No, curtailed.
1: I, I reserved the right yeah to have my list completely trashed by everybody, and also say that like this is one that totally could be completely different on a given day. It could
0: be part one of a, because, of a five part list for all I yeah. Care.
1: This is like the sweet spot for like when our radio listening was at its height. So just the amount of different bands and stuff that you became aware of, yeah, yeah, and like just hitting the age of like oh. We actually go to, like, a music store and, like, I can actually, like, get a CD that I want.
0: Okay. So, yeah, man. Shit, there's only two songs I know. I gotta pay $15 for this? (laughs) Yeah. What a rip-off. Oh, my God. Music stores are so expensive. And, like, the DVDs at music stores? So overpriced. I feel like that's half of it, though, because, like, if you were forced to buy the whole album... You're going to find these other songs whether you want to or not. Now, you may skip over them. And mm-hmm. I did that for a few people. I was like, "Man, I just want to hear this hit. And that was it. But then I went back and listened to the whole thing. I was like, holy shit. I kn- and I great.
1: know there's like, I mean, you can point to several genres that still have bands making true albums mm-hmm. like today, but I feel like the 90s was kind of that last gasp of people intentionally making like album albums, not singles. And the singles coming from how strong the albums were, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't feel like they were like, oh, we got to have a hit here, a hit here. If you look at a lot of these albums, the way they're sequenced and paced is really, really well done in terms of like sprucing the songs that you know and have retained from that era. Mm hmm. And they kind of like guide you through most of these albums, as opposed to like they're front loaded with all the hits. Like the first three songs were all singles, and then the rest is like completely forgettable. Most of these albums that I'm pulling from are like strong in and of their own right. And we could totally do like just a move or a movie, a music arc top ten, like just favorite albums of the '90s or one hit wonders we've talked about doing yeah. as well. Like there's, none this of the nostalgia, is, but we'll again, come this back is like a sweet spot, the spot for yet. us. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, but that's my number two, My Hero, uh, by the Foo Fighters. Uh, Of course, a tribute to uh, an individual who we might be hearing from in just a little bit.
0: Your number two, Gavin. My number... The second thing I learned from 90s alternative music is that they'll take you where you won't come back to me, and... You need to find yourself, you need to find yourself, you need to find yourself. But can I, do you not, can we not? It, 17 by Jimmy Eat World. It's my number two alternative track. Okay.
2: they take you! where well, you won't come back to me!
0: Hung up here on a web of cult. It's just been
1: a while. I mean, it's coming back Stand to and me. Tall with your new clothes is that the one that predates "Plead yeah. american yeah late american
0: like 2000 right, yeah. 2001? right. Two, yeah. 2001. right yeah 2000 it's not clarity it's before clarity okay it's the mid 90s one 17's the only song you would know of that Is that correct? Either that or Can't Hardly Wait. I'm thinking it's Never Been Kissed. It's never been I think been it's been on kissed. the soundtrack for Never Been Kissed, but I don't think it's actually used in the movie. I'm pretty sure it is. We should know we watch that movie every day. It for... uses just that little cue. Yeah.
1: It's definitely in there. Yeah. You need to rewatch that soon. Dude, that'd be great. Great 90s nostalgia rap with that one. The Tiki Hut. Yeah. Fucking. Right. Franco's in that movie. Who else is in that movie? Jessica Alba, Lily Sobieski, Michael
0: Vartan. Uh, who could forget Michael, Michael Vartan, Vartan? Molly Shannon. It's dude, awesome do you know? You movie. know where Michael Vartan popped up? I didn't realize until the other day. Dude, John C. Riley is in that, that movie. movie. Third Walk Hard semi reference. Uh, there you go, Gary Marshall. Oh, dude, Gary Marshall. Seriously, ask me where Michael Vartan popped up. We got to do a commentary track for Never Been Yeah, we should.
1: The one that nobody asked for. That's the first one that goes up on Patreon. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna watch Never Been Kissed. Talk about it. Yep, I would literally watch that at the drop of a hat. Or like right now. Yeah, love that movie. It's so fucking. Not even good. a huge Drew Barrymore fan. No, you notice we didn't mention her the whole
0: fucking time we were listing people from the movie. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't disen- listen to. We didn't even mention David Arquette. Yeah, yeah, I said Rob, but yeah, Michael Vartan is the bully. That is harassing John Leguizamo and Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julian Newman. Yes, yeah. yes. I was like, I saw, I was watching it and I was like, that face looks familiar. It's Michael Vartan. Oh my <laughs> God. Mr. Colson rocks. Yeah, my word. Him. Mr. Colson does rock. If the buckets are rocking, don't come okay. in and knocking. Okay. That was Rufus, dude. Go ahead and give me your number one. I'm dying to see what it is. What
1: else should I be, Gavin? All apologies.
0: What else could I say? Noah, I'm just gonna tell you come what as you What else could I say,
1: Gavin? Just come as you are, Noah. I am coming as I am. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> um You smell like Teen Spirit, Noah. What else could I say, Gavin? Everyone is gay. Okay. That's where I'm gonna leave it. And the sun, I feel as one, you know, a lot of a lot it's fucking all apologies. Are you are you the mind. one that
0: likes all the pretty songs? He likes to sing. Yeah, along, I do I but do you don't know what it
1: means? Yes, don't know what it means. Okay, I love how you're picking all the other ones because you don't know this one.
0: I this is all apologies, I know that because I just said it. <laughs> that was really um, you're getting really mad at me on my show, man. <laughs> my bad, dude. Whoa, bro, you're really harsh, the harsh in the my mellow Yeah, man, why don't okay. you take a chill um, pill, bro?
1: Yeah, I, I had to have the one two punch of the song about Kurt Cobain, and it felt weird again, of course. I teased it earlier. You could do an entire list. We could do an entire series on Nirvana alone. Yeah. So many amazing songs. This is the one that I continue to go back to the most. um, Also because it has a little bit... uh, Like, of course, there's the amazing MTV Unplugged version of it as well. But um, Six Feet Under, my favorite show of all time. And like the second or third to last episode uses Mm -hmm. it very very memorably and like part of my emotion is tied to like that episode don't want to say anything more than that for people who haven't seen it but yeah it's probably my favorite nirvana song overall it's fucking it's beautiful and it encompasses like everything they're capable of doing and it's yeah that's my number one all apologies by nirvana you're you're number one sir Obviously, no crossover. We made it through the entire list, except we did have... Not the um, same song, but same band. It counts. Same band. We finally got a band crossover. We had zero on 80s, right? If I'm not mistaken?
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I had to go back and listen to 80s.
1: Oh, no, we both had uh,
0: The Human League. Yeah, just different songs. Same thing. Um, The number one thing that I learned from 90s Alternative is that I guess what they say is true. I could never be the right kind of girl for you. I could never
2: be your woman. White tag.
0: Uh, yeah, dude. Okay, this ding, is, ding, ding. Ding. yeah, this is the only sound song on that album, Women in Technology, that anybody probably knows. And yeah, and it with the, good re- reason. The rest <laughs> of that album is ridiculous, it's crazy out there. It's a, it's a fun yeah. listen, but you would not expect that stuff from this song if mm-hmm. this was the only song you ever heard. Because, like, I found that Digital Underground and something else for like three bucks at uh. Second to Charles. And I was like, okay, White Town, cool. So, yeah, this is one that's got, you know, your woman on it. I'll listen to it. And I put it in. I was like, what the fuck is this? So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, 2000s. What, what's the, maybe we
1: should put the feelers out. Yeah. We got a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, this one will go up. And then not this Friday, but next Friday, you'll have a new Lost in the Folds. That'll be episode six. So, in the meantime, I this is your show. Sorry, I'm yeah, totally okay. acting like a
0: host. Tell so, people what they got to do. Stop trying to to shanghai my thing, man. I got this. I can do this. Totally shanghai me, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> You're handcuffing me to the table, man. All anyway, right. go ahead. Sorry. So, my question is: Where should we go from here? Should we like keep going and to the two thousands? And if we do, what are we gonna do? So if you have an idea of what we should do for 2000s, if you think it should be emo, new metal, rap music, we haven't really done any like rap hip hop stuff like I feel like the two, early two, the 2000s is a great time for rap and hip hop.
1: It's also it's an interesting time too. Yeah. because
0: it's like the transition
1: period to it becoming shit in my opinion. And for the most part because I feel like there's kind of a dead zone until you get to
0: like the last. Did The Carter 3 not win the Grammys series. in the early 2000s? I per- I said I didn't say everything. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you shit. can you That's can what, like you can see that you're riding the end curtailed wave of like the East Coast West Coast into the 2000s. And then you have Dr. Dre releasing 2001, right? And then right. Within the same time, listen, don't hear me out. Within the same time period of that coming out, you have Eminem coming out with like the real Slim Shady or the real Marshall, the real Marshall Mathers. the first and second, well, the first time I think it was in the 90s, but the second album with you know, um, I can't remember what the big hit off that it's one was. It's all good, okay. Yeah. I got but you. then you have like 50 Cent coming out, you have a whole brand okay, new wave so of beefs, you have all thinking, this different stuff going on. Why we're not? We're thinking,
1: okay. Early two thousands or two thousands hip hop, which would essentially be two thousand to two thousand ten, we'd do a cut point, so yeah. it's not just like everything.
0: Up no, yeah, no, now. it's the twenty two the two thousands yeah. because we're in the twenty tens now. Exactly. So. Yeah. So two thousands hip hop potentially,
1: yeah. if people like that idea. Yeah. Or we get Mayfield t- to do a Twitter poll. We said possibly emo. Yeah. I I would steer people away from that one. I don't really want to do that episode. Okay um but if people call out for it man if that's where the that's where the numbers are just be. think
0: about it though if they call out for it and you have songs by people that you don't want to have songs by it's a chance to rip into shreds yeah i'm still putting them on a list we'll see we'll see hey okay? man you so set them up you knock them down it's emo
1: that 2000s hip-hop or let's give them one more or two more choices should we let the ladies have some fun female artists yeah, just do females of the two thousand specific. Yeah,
0: any female artists from any kind. That's gonna be a lot of your like. Uh, Sarah Bareilles and
1: uh, say some more of those names that, that <laughs> <I would> say <laughs> some <laughs> more of those names.
3: Colby, you know what I mean? It's
1: Colby, Colby Calais. Yeah, you know, it sounds so like dismissive. Sarah McLachlan. There's always these, Paula Cole. There's always these clusters of Sinead female. A female artist. Where the production is so similar between them, and they have very similar qualities to their voices, where I don't know who the hell they are, and they usually come in crops of like four or five, and I know the names, but I don't
0: know which one's attached to which song. Yeah, but you could also put like the Yeah yes yeah, on there with Karen O, because like, like I don't lump that into that's. Like, it's a female-led yeah, band.
1: But Yeah yes, yeah, yeah, is like an indie rock band. It's not like a singer song. Fine then, let's but, just
0: do indie rock then. If you think two thousands indie rock, I mean, there's that's a wealth of stuff, dude. I could, that'd be another hard one. I don't know if I know a lot of it, but I I could probably tell you the most mainstream stuff. But.
1: And I mean, what do you? I I guess that really is the beginnings of that era. But you also we've got like shit. We've got like the. um It's not really a british invasion totally but like this the throwback to like 60s and 70s rock and roll with like the strokes the The revivals the um, revival of like the the hives all that stuff the the revivals yeah exactly but yeah so i think there's a lot of things we could do let us know if you have a more
0: clear-cut idea email what about instead of emo we just do punk what we should
1: punk 2000s punk
3: yeah
0: Post it would have to be post
1: punk or pop punk, and I'm not doing a fucking pop punk episode. Why not, man? Because I have a girlfriend who that is the only genre that she actively rails against. Where she's like, "It's just trash. I hate the way it sounds." Oh, you like, don't want I to do any pop-punk. bowling for soup? You don't want to do bowling for po- soup, dude? <laughs> Jesus, punk no, Rock I don't want to do any fucking bowling for soup. <laughs> um, I I will do whatever the listeners demand. Right, well, so just... now that I've said it, everybody's gonna be
2: like, "Do emo,"
1: but yeah. Okay, we'll something it, for the 2000s. Yeah, and that just will have cap me feel it, put for it for this run charcoal. of what I learned from. And then, we talked about this earlier, so I want to get it on mic. I'm bringing you back over to the music arc. The Just the regular-ass music arc. Okay. The proper, I'm bringing you back on board, okay? Okay. And we're going to do a four-part series. Top ten favorite, one-hit wonders from the 70s. 80s 80s, 90s and today okay yeah and that'll be our next proper run on the music arc after we cap this 2000s thing and of course Lost in the Folds will continue to roll every other Friday as per usual yeah, I think that's you. it on the housekeeping. Do we hit the email, as always? Thearchivee at gmail.com. Yeah,
0: if you like this episode, you like the show, email thearchivee at gmail.com or hit Noah up on the Instagrams because and sorry, he makes the decisions.
1: CEO shit, but listen, rate, review, and subscribe. Seriously, rate and review on iTunes. It helps a lot. Yeah, it Please has been because it. the numbers have jumped up a yes. good bit. We've so. got a handful on the music arc feed, but I think we still have more on the movie arc, so yeah. get on, get on the music arc. Make sure yep. you're subscribed and leave us a rate and review.
0: Yeah, and if you hate this this uh this podcast and you don't like it, uh, you haven't said so yet, so maybe this is the one. I don't know, but uh, I am Gingerbeardman with two N's on Instagram, and I am Starlord Bro on Twitter. I also I'm helming up the Facebook of the Arc of E, which hopefully I can keep a lot of stuff going. I've been kind of slacking in that. And uh, where else can they find us, Noah, besides the Arc of E at gmail.com? What else can we can they look us up on? I run the Instagram, that's at the Arc of E network. And also,
1: we've been toying around with Spotify recently. Uh, yeah, with the 80s playlists. is up there. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, also got a tribute to Y and a tribute to Weatherbox as well. So, uh, if you made it this far and you want to hear more of these songs, all of the ones that we mentioned, you can head over to Spotify and you're going to search for the music arc podcast presents what I learned from nineties alternative. You don't have to type in all of that type in the music arc podcast, and it will come up for you under playlist. We got about four or five up there as we speak. Uh, this one will be up, uh, by the time you're listening to this episode. Definitely. So if you want to continue the experience, Head over there, if we totally messed up our list, definitely let us know by shouting at us uh, in all those various places. So, yeah, but back, back to you, brother.
0: All right, man. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a blast from the past. Yeah, I appreciate you letting me do this. I appreciate you, to get... you bro. Yeah, bro. Preach, man. Preach, man. All right. <laughs> hey, Well, uh, for the music arc and for what I've learned from, I'm Gavin. And I'm Noah. And you've been listening to What I Learned from Nani's Alternative. So have a good rest of your day or evening or afternoon, depending on when you listen to us. And uh, keep on keeping on, man. Yeah.